Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Montreal Economic Institute conducted a study on the value of and availability of duplicate private medical insurance. What is duplicate private medical insurance? Well, it's supplementary to the government-run scheme. And it would, according to the MEI, help lower wait times by making the private system accessible to the middle class. It's very successful in Australia. And joining us to talk about this is Renaud Brossard. He's the Senior Director of Communications for the Montreal Economic Institute. Renaud, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Just define for us, uh, please, what, what is duplicate private medical insurance and how does it work? Well, I, I got to say, first off, you you kind of defined it really well in your introduction. But the way it works is, uh, so right now, in most Canadian provinces, it is not possible to buy insurance for treatment that is covered under the government-run uh, healthcare uh, insurance monopoly. Uh, so let's say that a treatment is covered by OHIP, for instance. Uh, you're not allowed in Ontario to buy that sort of insurance to cover the treatment. Uh, and to your point, Quebec has some opening for that. Uh, but Quebec, following the Shaudi case, only opened it for three very, very specific surgeries, which led to, to the fact that it was not uh, an appealing market enough. So there has there there doesn't really there there really is no jurisdiction right now in Canada where you can actually buy the sort of private duplicate insurance. And what we're calling for with the study, or at least what we noticed in this study, is that places, as you mentioned, like Australia, but also like the United Kingdom or like Sweden, have been using this as a way to uh, to help their uh, government-run healthcare system uh, work better, to reduce waiting lists. And it has worked with uh, very, very good uh, success over there. And uh, so the system actually allows a person to purchase insurance, and when the healthcare system does not meet timely expectations, the patient then has what, what option from that insurance? Well, right, right now, and, and that's the thing, like in Quebec, as I mentioned, there's really three specific surgeries right. which you can get that, but it's, you know, there are three very, very specific surgeries. Yeah. It's such a niche market that there really hasn't been any insurance offering, and there's so many other surgeries for which people have been waiting years and years. Uh, so what does this duplicate private years. medical insurance do? The duplicate is basically, it's, it's allowing you to uh, get access for private care mm-hmm. for something that would normally be covered uh, in public care. So let's say that uh, you need knee replacement surgery and you're stuck on a waiting list in the public sector. Well, if you have a private uh, duplicate insurance, you can go to a private hospital and get that insurance to pay for the treatment for you. Yeah, so you would have to have a private system in place. And this is what I talked to Dr. Day about last weekend. and have spoken to him mm-hmm. about on a number of occasions. So the private healthcare system is in place, and when the public system can't treat you quickly enough, you go to the private sector, and this insurance will then allow you to claim from the public sector the expenses to pay for your procedure in the private clinic. Uh, so, so that was one of the things in the Shouty case, was what we're calling for here, 
is for people to be allowed to buy some private insurance. So it would be private insurance to cover private care. Uh, so that means that, once again, like if you're stuck, you're waiting, you're, you're on a waiting list for months and months and months, you're suffering during that time. Well, right now, you only have two options. You either keep waiting on that list, or you can pay for that, for that care in a private hospital or abroad, but cash. You cannot have right now this sort of insurance that covers the treatment. What we're saying is that insurance would be interested in offering that sort of product. And I think there's a good number of Canadians who have been stuck on a waiting list for months that yeah. would be interested in having a sort of alternative so that they can finally get access to the treatment they've been waiting for. Yeah, we'll see what, how this uh, goes forward with Dr. Day's case at the Supreme Court. I know you're not talking about exactly the same thing, but the fundamentals are the same. But you have to have a private system yeah. in place to, a, to be able to operate this duplicate private medical insurance. There are people who have great concerns, Renault, that if you have private health care, that what it's going to do is take away the option, the opportunity for uh, people of lesser means or un people who aren't wealthy to access health care. But you point out in this uh, MEI study that it actually makes private health care accessible to the middle class. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Australia is, is a shining example of success on this. 45% of Australians actually have this sort of duplicate insurance. And the fact is, it has worked to make it accessible to the middle class, but it has also helped the public health care system cope. Uh, what we've, there are some studies in Australia that show that about 15% of people that show up to uh, government-run hospitals uh, actually have this sort of duplicate insurance. So they get directed to private hospitals. What this means is that they can, they can get access to their treatment in the, private, in the private hospital at their expense or at the expense of their insurer, but it also means that it frees up resources in the public hospital system uh, to help those that don't have access to this sort of insurance. Uh, and to that point, actually, in the Shaudi case, the Supreme Court looked at many European countries where this sort of system exists and actually concluded that having a duplicate private insurance and having a private system is, is not something that actually harms the public system, but rather, and this, this is the, the case we're making, it is something that helps the public system cope uh, with uh, the pressure it's, living, uh, it's, it's undergoing right now. So what's the response been from people you've talked to about this, Quebecers you've talked to? Is there a willingness to accept this kind of program if it were in place? Do you think people would sign on and get at it right away? I believe a lot of people would sign on because, uh, as you mentioned, our, our healthcare system is broken. We've got, you know, just in Quebec, there's 159,000 people uh, waiting for, for surgery at the moment, about a third of which have been waiting for over six months. In Ontario, I think the number is 206,000 that are waiting for surgery. And there's a lot of people that are looking for alternatives. And let's be honest, like, waiting for surgery is not like waiting for a new iPhone. Uh, usually, you're suffering. Uh, or you risk having complications due to the fact that you're waiting for longer. Uh, so people are looking for a way to, uh, to solve this. Uh, and I think at this point, to, to, to what you were saying earlier, uh, healthcare is a major debate uh, in this country, but it has been for years. More and more people recognize our current system is not working, and more and more people are looking to try new alternatives. Yeah, well, more and more, people, are, more, and more people have been victimized by a system that's not working. Oh, absolutely. And... You know, people are people are looking abroad, and what they're seeing is that the waiting lists that we're seeing in Canada are not normal, especially not for a G7 yeah, country. Yeah. Uh, so they're looking elsewhere. 
Uh, and, you know, we actually polled uh, people on whether or not they would be interested in trying a Swedish type system or a French type system that have more private involvement than we do in Canada. Uh, and the majority of Canadians were willing uh, to, uh, to try the system. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 